You're listening to the High Power Archery Podcast. I'm your host, Angel Garcia, a USA Archery Certified Coach, inviting you to join us each week as we discuss various topics in the world of archery. Our goal in creating this podcast is to answer questions and provide insight, all with the intention of helping others enjoy the sport that has given so much to us. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and send in your questions. We're always happy to hear from our listeners. Now on to the show. Hello folks, it's time for another episode of the High Power Archery Podcast. In today's episode, we're joined by the inventor of the EZV bow sight, Aaron Lasko, and a couple of our local shooters over here, Angelo and Joe, who will give their input on what their experience has been thus far using an EZV sight. It's truly something that I think will revolutionize the, the market when it comes to bow hunting sights. And without further ado, let's get right to the interview. We're here, man. How are you guys? Oh, right. we're, do- we're doing just great. Let me introduce the guys that you got on. All right, Aaron. So we got Joe C. He's, he's a brand new, he's going to be a brand new hunter in the fall for the first time. He's, he's the guy that actually yeah. posted about that started with, you know, with a regular pin site. He's been shooting with that um, for a while. And then I put him into the EZV because he asked me about it. He wanted to see what it was all about. He was about to buy an Axle AccuTouch. I said, well, try this first. He tried it, and it's no turning back since then. And then, of course, we got Angelo on with us, and he's posted on your on your page multiple times. You've spoken to him before, you know. And, of course, you got me, you know, the the EZV nation, <laughs> we'll call it. <laughs> so, you bet. You bet. Thanks, guys. <laughs> So appreciate you, man. And that AccuTouch is an awesome site. That's the last one I, I took off before this all happened. Tremendous yeah. equipment out there. Great, great products. And I didn't want to build what has been built. I, you can't top what's out there. Great companies. I just thought it should be a different way for what I wanted to do. And turns out a few agree with me. <laughs> all right. Aaron, so Aaron, I, had, I have a four bows. All four bows used to have um, XL AccuTouches, and and the minute I I, I shot that uh, the, your site, I just I took them all out, and now I have all these EVs. Well, thank you for that, man. That's just that is awesome. We have learned so much. It is so much more than I ever thought and ever dreamed, and uh, we're still learning. You know, um, I've only been doing this forty three years. I'm still a student. We got much much to learn about our brains and and how we aim and why we aim and why we freak out when we aim and and how to solve that and i'm a level four certified coach had a pro shop for 20 years and i regurgitated and retaught what i was taught from the coaches out there and all the books that have been written about how the aiming process should take place and when you get into the ditch how you can get out of the ditch and so i i gave those lessons in blind bail shootings and back tension releases and all this stuff, I'm talking target panic mainly, but I have a completely different perspective now, and I got a stack of emails to back it up that uh, if you change the visual input to your brain, you will change what your brain does. Nothing else will do that, you know, and and that's, you know, I can't even touch enough. I mean, it is what I wanted to build, but what it has done for that. I think is is a hundred times cooler and bigger than the range finding site that I tried to build. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. A- you absolutely. Know what I would like to see one day. Um, I saw I seen you shooting without a peep. Is that correct? I've been working on it. I've been working on it a lot, and and I've been even watching the videos on the Bomar nose button. We may do start doing that. Our site works great peepless because the insert is three-eighths of an inch deep so it'll tell you if you're torquing your bow i've seen guys take a sharpie marker and color the walls of the v the sides so so if you if you see black you know something's wrong your eyes in the wrong spot or you're twisting your bow so it it works cooler i've even thought about making my inserts deeper for that and we may do that next year i always got plans down the road but um, I use a peep because we're, we shoot longer distance here in Montana. And honestly, I hunt the Missouri breaks and 60 yards is pretty every day for, for us out there. So there, there's no doubt lining up two points. So it's why rifles are more accurate than pistols, you, you know, but I have, uh, I've been working on the saddle hunting thing quite a bit here lately. So I have a bow that I built just for saddle hunting. 
and uh, that one's peepless, and I'm doing well, but I don't intend to shoot beyond 40 yards. It's kind of my line right now for it, but uh, I've seen guys do well beyond. Wow. So, so like, the, the whole point of this podcast when I put it together was to get information out there to students and um, new new archers especially, you know, because me teaching the hunter education courses here in New York, it, they always come to yep. me afterwards like, I need to learn how to do mm -hmm. actually what you're talking about. And I'm like, well, that's no problem. I'm one of the few that actually gets involved. And there's a lot of instructors who get involved with it. But I say, you know, there's got to be a way so I can just give them a reference library they can go back to and they can listen to. So a couple months that's ago, awesome. I, start, I started the podcast and it started off small. And I mean, compared to, you know, all the other podcasts out there, we're still, you know, we get a couple, couple hundred listens per episode, whatever it is. But it's really wow. about there's the information they can get to it. And what I've started to do now is try to get people on who have, you know, literally changed things around, whether it's getting programs developed or stuff like that. And then I got someone like you who comes on and you have this innovative site on there. I tried the first one. I've had one in my shop for like two or three years. that has been sitting around the, the first version and I liked it when we tried it, but I got to tell you something, when you came up with the changes you made to the last one, where you, you put all the inserts in there, they're all marked with the speed on them. You put now that sheet in there that says how to match it to your pins. It became like, like a light bulb went on and said, Hey man, he's changed this. And now the world's going to notice about what's going on. And I think it's exploded. And they did. <laughs> and then that, that was the point, you know, and I'm an archery geek, like I said, and, and, and 20 years of a shop and all this. And I don't know. I, I know how fast my bow is and I'm yeah. cheap. I am the cheapest bastard you'll ever meet as far as straightening nails in the coffee can. So I never wanted to sell people stuff they don't need. So we packaged it in three different size ranges because guys, everybody knows what they shoot. Well, they don't. And that's fine. And we change stuff and we, you know, so when we did that, when we put them all in one, we just ate it and, and, and put them all in the package, man, it just exploded. And, okay. and it was a good gift then she could get it for him for Christmas or for father's day or, you know, not to get stereotypical, but yeah, it, you know, it, yeah. it, it, it's the easy V for a lot of reasons, but it shouldn't be difficult to get the right one. So making it easy to get it together, the videos help, you know, understanding what they understand and don't understand. And we go over it and I get a lot of input back and man, it's an evolution. We're still working on it. It's pretty cool, but we've made some tremendous leaps. So there's a couple of things about it. I mean, one of the main things I noticed about it is, the affordability. So one of the things that I teach when, when, I, is when I teach new hunters is you have to know how to range the animal. That's the biggest problem they see. The first time they're in the woods, they'll shoot a 20 for 40. They'll shoot a 40 for 20. They'll do all kinds oh, of yeah. weird yeah. stuff like that. I explain animals like that, you know, <laughs> when I first started. <laughs> and then, yeah. so what I started to do was I would use an IQ bow sight and say, here, this IQ bow sight, it has a range finder built in, but it still has regular pins. So it'll let you range it, but it's not going to put a little dot on a piece of glass that if the battery dies, you're screwed or something like that. All it's right. simple. But the problem is that's a $500 sight, okay? <laughs> right. And not everybody can afford something like that. And it's also no. subject to if you get rain or something like that in there, the electronics will die. And the best thing about your sight is – a, it's simple, a, it's... and B, it's it's hard as nails. I mean, that thing, it's got no pins to get ripped out <laughs> as you're walking through through brush or anything like that. It's built like a tank, yep. literally. Um, that's yep. what I like about it, and its simplicity is like, you know, that sucker is never never going to come out come out of there as far as the the insert. Keep so, it simple, stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the military principle of keep it simple, stupid has never applied more than that. So that's what's so great about it. But like when Joe first looked at it and he's like, okay, well, how, cause he saw it on my bow. He's like, well, how does that work? And I'm explaining to him like you used a V what the beep. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you've got videos on this that people can always go look up. Um, you, you explain it's built on stadiometric ranging and that may, and that's kind of the way I teach people to shoot 3d when they're trying to judge distances. What I tell them is, you know, take your thumb, look, look at, look at the deer at 20 yards. And if that target at 20 yards is the size of that thumb, now you know what it is. Now, when you step back and you're further back, guess what? The target is smaller than your thumb. This is basically the same principle of how you that bet. works. 
But the biggest thing is you never take your eye off the site, off the line of line right. of sight to the target. And Joe, you, you're the first one to tell me that you, you said, yeah, you know, when he see, he, when I told him, I said, you'll know you're doing it right. If when you fire that bow, you see the arc of the arrow as it goes to the target and you see it go down, which is way. magical. Absolutely. Isn't that magical? I mean, again, another byproduct, but shooting a bow really isn't that fun. It's, it's hitting stuff with arrows. That's the fun part. And <laughs> if there's a stack of pins in the way, or even a single pin, we're getting these arguments that it blocks the line of view or whatever, but the single pin, even by itself, a pin up is blocking that entire trajectory. So it's just magical to watch that arrow go there. And it's not a boo-boo, a, a naughty that you dropped your bow to peak and watch it. And, and you get to see where that projectile went, if you made a good hit or not animals or whatever you're shooting at, but it's just, that makes it fun, you know, and, and uh, I have a question. It's addicting. So let's say, uh, you know, I got an arrow that's 515 grains and I just bought a, I which I really did buy another set of arrows, well, another dozen, and they're going to probably wind up being, let's say, 30 more grains than the other arrows. Is that going to make a big difference? Is there like a, a number of grains, amount of grains that will make a difference when I will have to change the insert? I wish I knew the, the correct answer to that. I'm going to say it's probably just one one drop lower in an insert, but I could burn a Saturday and make a chart probably to do that. But what's interesting is it's it's not even so much the weight. Like, guys, all day long, all day long, my messages and my emails, they explain everything else that they know. My arrow weighs this, my draw length's this, my speed is this, my bow is that, and and I don't, I'm not a back computer to tell them I can I can tell them what you know. There's computer programs out there that can get you really damn close. But the difference is, and why I hesitated the first round of putting the speed on the insert is these are just progressive trajectory curves, gravity, resistance, ballistic coefficients of this one's slowing down a little more so it's going to be here at 40 yards and this one's slowing down a little bit more and it's going to be here so they're, they're just when i numbered the inserts the first time they were just assigned progressive curves and it made it a whole lot easier to get close to give them a speed designation but when i built that i built it on a specific arrow and if your arrow is a little different if if mm-hmm. if on your lighter arrows you've got a steep helical twist to your fletchings and on your heavier arrows, you've got a straight fletch yep. uh, and, it, and the diameter is the same. They may be identical or the heavier one may even be a faster insert at 40 yards because it's not grabbing wind and slowing down. So yep. yes and no, there's a ton of variables, but which variable is really going to change it out of that curve or not. And, and I just, it, if I could put the brakes on anything out there, it's, and I love other people helping other people and giving advice, but they, they start posting, go to this online calculator and or oh, drive yeah. across the state and find a chronograph. And, and then what the chronograph says is the insert they put in and they struggle. If it's not right, they think it's them and it's not, it could be one up or one down. It'll be within one almost always, but it may not be the launch speed is very so, different than the downrange speed at 40 yards. So the best way you think is, I mean, the best way is testing it yourself and switching inserts. But to get the closest, the best way is to shoot yep. it through a chrono, you think? It'll definitely get you within one or two, for sure. But just don't get so hung up on that. If if things yeah. are great at 20 and 30 and they're low at 40, don't fight it. Go to a slower insert and it'll bring it right up. But really, I think the best success is is guys that don't know and they just start with the insert. It's always the 280 that comes mounted in it, and you, th- that's a tremendous, tremendous difference. <laughs> when I th- we're still in startup mode here, two years ago, I sold my 1970 Charger, Fast and Furious Charger, to wow. change my molds. Yeah, wow. dude, 35 wow. grand to change my molds, knowing and learning what I have learned. I wanted to apply it, and we put the 20 yard tick mark in exactly the same spot on all the sizes tremendous wow. i wish i had saw that the first time but so whatever inserts in your site you just gang adjust and get 20 and then step back and shoot to it 30 they, they won't be off your bail it's exactly but if they're what low I did. go slow yep 
if yeah. they're high, go fast. You know, and I, I do the slow one first because it rhymes and people get it. If, it, if it's going low, go slower in yeah. and shoot two more and shoot, and shoot two more and you'll walk it right in there. And then we know that's that's right. If we yeah, don't have a sight that's to clone exactly, and match it. It's exactly what I did with Angel when I, when I first put it out, when I first shot it that first day. I started off at 20, got it, and I, and I progressively moved it out, moved it out, moved it out. And then I was the mm-hmm. next thing I know, I was shooting 70, which I've never done before. Cool? You laugh, you're <laughs> laughing, but it's true. I'm like, uh, I kept no, on pushing it. I, I kept get... on pushing it. And, uh, you know, to your, and to your point before about, you know, including the multiple rings, um, just recently I bought a set of arrows from, from uh, Angel, and they're much, much heavier. And yeah. I obviously had to change around the rings, but once again, very easy to do. I didn't have a chronograph. I don't have all this stuff and <laughs> yeah. you know, it started with 20 and then I, and okay, that ring didn't work. And I, within, ten, within 15 minutes, I had the right ring in there and I was shooting back. I was there you go. doing 60 again and I, I didn't have a problem. For me, so it, it's a very, very that, easy learning they, curve. Yeah, it is. And, and the people that struggle with it, you're, I don't know. I don't know. You're just overthinking I it. I get some with it. I can't see oh, I get some messages, man. Guys, message me. I can't even repeat. I mean, I'm, uh, the the <laughs> scenarios. It's it's like an Abbott and Costello. Who's on first? What's on second? I'm my brain. I'm like, what are you doing? Just start over. Just back yeah. up the bus. Let's go back to twenty. Get it right. Spend some time so you have right. some accuracy to measure from, and then shoot two or three. Just follow the directions. I mean, but there's another lesson. I'm 49 years old, and I'm a, I was a mechanical engineer prior to this. I put a lot of crap together with testosterone and, and no directions, right? <laughs> and the, the half of 1% of the sites that come back, 9 out of 10 of those, the directions are unopened. Maybe they went and watched the video, but the training yep. target has never had an arrow through it either. So it yep. taught me as a guy, my man card, <laughs> everything I buy now, I, I grab my reading glasses. I got to go find them and I read the damn directions. There's a reason that guy put that note in there and it's changed a lot for me. But as a manufacturer, how frustrating when somebody doesn't find a wonderful, amazing thing because they just did it wrong. They, it takes 10 minutes if you do it the way I tell you, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, the way I, I look at it, it's like this, you're going to have an, it, a, a lot of the the first exposure I had to it was like everybody else. You know, I was on Archery Talk and I saw you mention it on there, and that's when I got the first one from you a couple of years back. And there's a lot of people where that's their first time they're seeing it. They're seeing, you know, they're learning about it on there, whatever. And I hate to say it like this, but forums are the worst place <laughs> to get involved with this because for every person who has a success story, you have 4,000 people who are hecklers who never even laid eyes on it. And and the one thing I will say about you is you have managed in all these years that I've seen you on there to never bite back at anybody. You're like, hey, man, did you actually try it (laughs) or something like that? And you're very cordial to all these people. Kill them with kindness. You, you, well, you missed a few, and you didn't see what happened behind the scenes. I got my ass kicked, for sure, with something new. And in, I'll, t- I'll be honest, and this has been – let's back up the bus even a little further. I never thought I'd bring a product to market. I yeah. built this for me. I meant to build one, okay? So I'm not a millionaire. I'm not freaking True Glow or any of these guys. And, and I brought it home, and I explained it to my wife, who's not a mathematician, and she's like, that's awesome. Let's, let's build that. Let's sell that. And I'm like, sell it? What do you mean sell it? No, I just want to build it for me to go kill elk. I mean, it just it came out of necessity of what I wanted. And my, my wife was pretty damn smart. But so we started selling stuff, like I said, cars and, and hot rods and everything. So anyways, you know, we didn't have advertising money. We, we do now, and I don't need it. And we don't sponsor celebrities. So this weird guy gets on Archery Talk and showing something that no one's ever seen. Oh man, did I get beat up and I have a few holes in the wall. They're just mean. They're uh, just yeah. mean, dude, you don't, you never, you don't know what you're talking about, you know? And I try so hard to be nice, but now there's still people 
but it's a whole lot less. I, I don't fear looking at my feed or my messages anymore or anything like that, but I've had guys wanting to drive across the country and meet me in an alley, and uh, we almost did. <laughs> oh, you, I mean, seriously, I'm not kidding you. Oh there, there's one forum. I'm on, I'm on all these Facebook groups too, and there's one in particular. I'm not going to get into names, but it's a big one. It's the second largest, and that one – had four or five of their buddies just shred me always. And this one guy, he started sending me pictures of his biceps. Dude, I'm going to shut you down. I'm going to pound you in the ground. I'm going uh, to buy one and do a terrible review. Well, you just took out your freaking, you know, value of your review. And so now, and I still put my post there and they delete them. And they, it's just been a war. But here, just a couple of months ago, the guy that owns it, I guess, that started it, gave me a call and he's like, you know, I, I just keep reading about this thing and I'd really like to try it. So I sold him one. I didn't give him one. I don't give sites away and that's important. So he's got a horse in the game, but he has now about every other day posted a video, how much he loves this thing. And to be a man and say, man, I even teased this guy and I was wrong and it'll make me look at other products quite differently to have an open mind. I mean, 180 degree about face. Oh, yeah. And I've not heard from his other crony. No, I haven't heard from his other crony buddies whatsoever, but he shut him down. He's like, but wow, Aaron, everything Aaron, you read about this thing is true. And and I was wrong to judge it. Off the, that was a, it's a tremendous victory. So I know, I anyway, know exactly. it's been a long road. <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, you know, I mean, you know, I'm it's telling you, super cool. Yeah, no, I mean, he's great, great. Yeah. Angel, Angel talked about it, and I was like, okay. And then, and I saw Angel, Angelo down at the field, and in his Brooklynese accent, says, "Look at this, look at this, boom, bullseye every time." And you said, "Forget about it, right? Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what that is." <laughs> well, the, the main thing, the main thing I look Listen, at it here I, is, I'm sorry, yeah. Angel, I had the site for two years in my. In, garage i never opened it i bought it from aaron oh. and i never opened it and then i i kept on seeing like for two years you know and i kept on seeing uh it oh. had the oh inserts you know and um and the number yep. like one through eight or nine and i bought the extra inserts yep. and um i kept i'm like you know what i'm gonna try it <laughs> well, angel had it too so i'm like you know what i'm gonna try it and and i'm telling you man the, 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 i i regret i haven't tried it two years ago you know what and I mean? It's but, not something, you know, just because you have the money to spend on something, which I don't, but, you know, you don't necessarily have to spend $400 to get a good product. Exactly. You nope. don't. Um, I nope. mean, Angel, like I said, Angela had the Yakutouch there. I mean, I, I was even inquiring about it because I, I, right now I had, at the time, I had a target set up and I Listen, wanted to set I'm it up for hunting. And he was like, once I saw him take a shot of those at the site at the uh, targets, I'm like, wow, I, I gotta have one. And right there, it's like Angel ordered me one. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I think the the biggest the biggest impact I've seen on it is if people have a problem with vision, this basically takes it away. Because Isn't that I had, amazing? I, I had a guy, and I posted about this. I had a guy who came to me last year, and he needed to get a verifier put into his peep because he had serious vision issues. And then he was down there again, and his vision has gotten worse. And he's like, I can't hit the target. I'm, you know, he was about to give up and go to a crossbow. So I said, Hey, yeah. I got one of these in my truck. You want to try it? Try it out. Don't worry about it. I didn't have the money on him or anything like that. I said, Don't worry about it. I want you to try because it's about helping people. That's what I do. And we, we yeah. set him up in 10 minutes. And it was once I explained the concept to him, he was banging him out there 30, 40 yards. This is a guy who has been shooting for over 30 <laughs> years and has never shot more yeah. than 25 yards. And he's hitting that's him 30 or 40. Awesome. He, he couldn't believe it. And that's that to me is what really changes things. So what I'm seeing that's right my legacy, now, man. That, that, that's the whole up. thing. I think that you know 2020 is going to be the year where they say you know this is where the revolution started because in the past year you've had you've gotten guys on here who who actually feel just like i do and you got ray the ranch fairy who started on there right. day, and he's all about it and he's like listen this is what you, you know this is what we use you can use a regular pin site but look what this thing does and it makes it simple i started showing kids how to shoot with this thing because it's simple 
Joe's going to be the first one I right. take out this year hunting for the first time. And I don't, when I put him in a tree stand, I don't want to have to worry about, is he going to arrange something properly? Is he going to, yeah, you right. know, is he going to goof? Because he's like, well, I see him at 15 yards, but I think it's 30 and he's going to freak out. Or he's going to take his, his eye off the animal for two minutes. And when he moved, the animal moved 15 mm -hmm. yards somewhere else. And he, now it's, and the biggest thing, and like I said, I've been shooting over 40 years. My, my thing is, he, I, as, a, as a professional shooter, because I shoot in the NFAA, people peek around the pins. They want to see what's going yep. on the other side of the pin. You don't have That's that how problem. we survive as a species is <laughs> yeah. to look around the corner. That's how, that's how we're still on this planet and the dinosaurs aren't because we anticipate. No, I'm serious. We anticipate the next thing, that, whether it's a car payment or a, an appointment or a, yep. a freaking project for the boss. We have to be looking ahead and, and anticipate. That's how we, that's our survival instinct. And to put, yeah, to put something in between where your energy and your focus and your everything is, is not conducive to the way our brains work. We're, we're fighting nature. And, and, and I didn't know that going in again, most everything I now talk about with the EZB is not what I thought it was when I built it. We have just learned and listened and, the emails that come in, I got to share one of the best stories. And this one just, it just floored me. When, when we built this at the time I was married, let's see, go four years back. So I was married for 16, 17 years then. And you do that by not arguing, right? Picking your battles. <laughs> First True. Of all. So, so my, my wife, the huntress has gone up the mountains with me many, many, many times. And, and I've called in a lot of elk for, and, she's not killed one yet. And when I call them in and they turn and they dance for, her and they walk away, my eyeballs fall out of my sockets. And then I go, why, why didn't, why didn't you shoot? Why didn't you shoot? And she's like, I didn't have a good shot. And you don't argue. You just, you just, okay. You turn around, you go back to the call position and you call in another one and you don't argue. But yeah. when we built easy V, like I said, I only meant to build one and then I built one for her. Of course, she can now wander around the, the, our yard, I guess, if you will, it's an acre. We don't have a 20 pin and a 30 pin and a 40 pin. We wander around and sail arrows into the vitals of our 3D animals. Then she tells me after 17 years of marriage, she's like, this is a game changer. And then, and then it was, we need to share this with the world. But she said, had I wounded one and, and all you guys listening don't want to wound an animal. I, I, we, we do not want to wound an animal but it happens. And if you do it long enough, stuff happens. Sooner or but later. women, I learned through her and, now, and then the, the story that will couple this, if, if she wounded one, one and done. She's yeah. never yes, going to do it yeah. again. Yeah. And, 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 instead, instead, she's never going to let go of an arrow was her answer. She had yeah. great shots, but she is so terrified of the 1% chance that it could go wrong as a mother, as a female, as a nurturer, they, they're, I'm telling you, I learned their ethics are a whole nother jump above ours. Guys will draw their bows and guess and send an arrow the best we can. Not saying we're slobs about it, but we're going to send an arrow and hope for the best. And our skills have come and, and we do well. And sometimes we don't, I've cleanly missed elk right over their backs. And wow. I'm a great, yep. I, <laughs> I'm a good archer. I really am. But that's an 18 inch miss. You know, my heart's yeah. pounding and I, and I stopped and guessed and to couple that, not to soak up the whole thing here, but I had a guy, a cup, a guy and a gal and they're in their golden years. I'm going to say 70 and they live in the mountains of Montana. It's a, it's the, the parents of one of my friends and the guy literally just about wears a loincloth. He builds his own bows, traditional guy, and and wooden arrows and flint nap you know he's that guy which is so cool well his wife doesn't have the the upper body strength to shoot a a lethal enough at least they thought self-made bow so she does shoot a little compound well their range in their yard is 20 yards that's his absolute max with his long bow so it is hers by default and they have hunted together for six decades right wow, wow. <laughs> and and she's never killed an animal for those reasons. Again, that I, that I carved out of her, she just would never 
loose is the right term, an arrow on an animal in case it doesn't go well. And so then she, through my friends, heard about the EZB through our Facebook pages, and she called me. She's like, I'd like to try one of these, and it was one of the first stages. So I set her up. Of course, I spent some time with her and got the right insert figured out, and and she shot great at 20, and she shot great at 30, and they rearranged their their place where they could shoot and all that, and she was shooting really well at 40. And that year she killed a white-tailed doe at 42 yards straight wow. through the heart after <laughs> – Six wow. decades of not having the confidence to let it go. She did it. Fantastic. She did it. And the guy then bought a bought himself a little compound for Christmas, a little diamond edge, and got him an easy V2. And that year he killed two turkeys and a bear in the next spring. I mean, it, it's just a confidence builder. And, again, I, I never this whole thing never started out to build products to sell. But this was, I've taught bow hunter education for 20 years myself, and this, I believe, and I've seen, makes us better. We are, as guys, going to send an arrow, so let's do it the best we can, yeah. and, and, I, and I believe it makes us better bow hunters. Absolutely. You owe it to the animal. That, I, I said this earlier 100%. to the angel. You owe it to the animal to be the best possible archer you can be. You know, I mean, as you say. End of story. Mistakes happen, but you know you have you owe it to that animal to do your best to perform your best. Yep. I mean, I'm, bad I, shots I, happen, but you don't have to take one, right? Yeah. You know. Yep. So, I mean, uh, I'm only been shooting for three years. I'm fifty. I'm gonna be fifty another week. I'm All already right? there. <laughs> and I've only been shooting for three years, so I'm I'm the baby here when it comes down to yep. archery. But uh, it's. Uh, from the time I first took my uh, the starter course in Brooklyn or something, I was I was hooked. I was getting my own bow the next week, you know, and it's just been cool. a journey. I I haven't, you know, missed a week since. You know, I've been out oh, in, wow. the, in the middle of winter. I don't care. I'm the only yeah. one sitting there and taking shots. That. And I, I go crazy if I don't get out there at least once a week. So I know I have to. now. Now you've uh, you've launched a new Easy V Seven, and somebody was asking me about it, you know, today, and they're like, "Oh, wait a minute! I just got one of these, and now you're going to tell me he came out with another right. one." I said, "Listen, it's not about that. It's it's about." And he explained it in his video, and the the thing the thing about it is you didn't put out the seven until the the forms for the other one wore out. <laughs> Well, this whole year was a surprise. I mean, we went to ATA this year. We had a great show there, and and we showed the product that we had. I've been working on that insert, the Sapphire insert, since day one. I have had hundreds of failed tests. So, wow. And, and most most products come out at ATA. That's when they unveil their stuff. So I get it. That's the environment. If you want to buy the new one, if you're close, you wait till January. I'm I'm in the market for a new truck. I'm gonna wait till September's when the new one comes out. You got to see, right? So yeah. I get it that that's when that's when manufacturers are supposed to do it. But when I got it done, it was three months after ATA. The test finally went right. I mean, I floated off the ground. I expected yeah. another failure. I've spent a lot of money, almost sixty grand, in in just wow. chemicals mixing around trying to build this. And, and and telling Mrs. EZV, no, it failed again, no, it failed again, no, it failed again. And what we're selling is cool. It's bright plastic. It worked. And I knew I could do better, and I knew what I wanted to do. But So when it was ready, I'm not going to wait till next ATA either. So, oh, no. you know, I, you got you to gotta give me a little credit there that I'm not going to keep selling something that if I have something better. But I don't have it until I have it. And the same with the 7, I've got stuff that – I, I've, I've got all kinds of weird stuff that I work on. And when the fixtures went down, I mean, oh, my God, we've, we've sold so many sites this spring. We're just pinching ourselves, sold out everything that we thought we were going to need. And I bought a lot. When COVID took over, I bought like 10 printer cartridges. I bought 10, I bought 10 times the bolts, the 10 times. You don't know what's going to pull you down, and you can't exactly. get supplies. I bought a lot of stuff. And we just had an absolute banner spring. We're up 110%, which is a craziness alone. But so then we were running out. And I and, and we said, all right, let's go make more fast. And it starts spitting parts. And I'm like, oh, my God, not now, not now. Repair bills, repair bills. 
and it, it's it's beyond repair. It just we've had a really good run with these fixtures. The timing couldn't be worse, but it's time to stop. And this new fixture is twenty five thousand dollars. You know, my wife says I make just enough money to change things, but this was not my doing. When we're going to change things, and it's a it's a sleeping bag you're going to sleep in for the next few years. You make it right. You make your bed the way you want it, and so. We put a few things in. Do you need to buy a new one? Absolutely not. I'll tell you, in the life of the company, 14,000 sites or so, we've had three warranties. Really? Three. Yeah. 14,000. Two guys in the first year stripped the front bolt. They just over-tightened it and pulled, yeah. the, pulled the threads out. And, of course, we sent up another another part, and I lengthened the threads of that and put a longer bolt in it, and that, ever, that went away. The third one is pretty cool guy had his bow in the scabbard on a horse and the horse in front of him kicked and hit his bow and it saved his leg the, the horse's <laughs> leg didn't didn't hit his leg but it hit the easy v and it just bent it over wow. and and he had he, he was it was bent but he was able to recite in it was just bent enough that he could scooch the windage over and get it back on but we sent him another part too so what what guys have out there is bomb proof we've beat the crap out of them but there's always room for an improvement, and so we did it. We we you ever touched think up of, things in it. Did you ever think it of making a carbon? It looks better. It looks sexier. Say again. Did you ever think of making a carbon site, like making it out of carbon? You, you know, I actually found a material that they they actually mold the um, what I'm trying to say magazines for AR-15s. Okay, out of this. It looks like plastic, but it's nylon glass filled, and they run over them with tanks. Like they got to get military approval for this material. So I thought at one time of making a mold to mold my site out of that stuff as a price point, so that everybody I want everybody to have one that can. So, so I was hoping I could sell that one at eighty bucks. Well, come to find out, by the time you build molds and this material, and it's the same manpower putting them together. It, it was within 10 bucks of a, a machined aluminum site. So that didn't pan out very well. So carbon, you never know. I, I, it's just the process is amazing when you really start taking it all the way down the line and what's involved in doing it. The carbon has to have reinforced steel bushings because carbon itself you can't thread into. So now you got all these little, and I had to do the same with the molding one. We had to put all these threaded inserts in there so to receive all the bolts and, you know, I don't know if it if it doesn't end up to be a better product for a reason. I mean, we're under six ounces now, so at yeah. best, could I shave another ounce off of it? And will it be as tough? I don't know. Yeah. It, there's so many factors. It doesn't necessarily mean it turns into a better product in the end, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, like everything else, you know, things evolve over time, and you definitely made the new one sleeker. Um, but like I tell people, it's the same exact thing. You know, he's he's making one more more streamlined, a little bit lighter, because there are some people who are freaks over how heavy something is, especially when you're walking yep. for miles and every ounce counts. Oh, yeah. But, you know, so that's that's a big deal for some people. But I, I got to tell you that this thing that you've put together, just the, the way it comes, it's ready, ready out of the box in a few minutes to go. Um, for me, the biggest plus is the learning curve. It's quick. Learn how to use it. Learn how to get it set. I think that the only thing now is like, I, I've developed different ways of teaching students on how to use it. Your videos do it. Some of them say, oh, I can't get it. I'm like, okay, this is what you do. And we go over it. It's very simple, but like everything else, as an instructor, you have to know that you can't, a lot of times, different minds, different minds need different techniques to do it. So now the whole thing is, 100%. well, how do I shoot it from a tree stand? And when you sent me that one little video of that prop that you made with the deer, with the ball yep. and, and the arrow, I said, okay, I just show this to somebody. He said, look at this. Yep. Can you aim for where the arrow is going to leave? And, and they're like, yeah. I'm like, then you know how to do it. It's very, very simple. Yep. You're still ranging the same exact thing. And it's ultra simple. Um, I have other people who nitpick and say, well, it doesn't have a third axis. I'm like, yeah, it does. If you want to go that far, it does. There's a little screw hole there and we can actually do the third axis on it, but I'm going to do a lot more testing. Well, and it. it's machined yeah. in here. Yeah. Th that's a great point to bring up. I, mm -hmm. I don't want a gadget site. I don't want a bazillion little Allen wrench screws. And, and so I, I really worked on this design for a long time on, on, 
the simplicity of it. And, and that, that always wins. It just always wins. So knowing that every single bow that anybody ever draws in the history of the universe is going to rotate in their hand, why not just mill it in there? Why didn't anyone do yeah. that? Why, do, why doesn't every site use one size Allen wrench? It's just a bit yeah. of common sense when you step back and you go, wait a minute, you know, you know my distributor yeah. in my Ford pickup doesn't adjust. You can't, I can't adjust the timing of the engine in my truck right now because they know where it's supposed to be. They said, Aaron, don't touch that dial. This is where it's yeah. supposed to be. So I milled it in three degrees, which is for almost every bow on the planet, and you just don't have to worry about it. So Yeah, but do, do you really want to get You know, well, what? there's guys that do, and if the site was longer, it would need a little bit more. But here's what I have learned in, well, the 20 years of owning a pro shop specifically, I had price point sites. I had $50 sites, and I had $500 sites even back then. And 90% of people really, truly don't understand third access. They never ask. And the 10% that their buddy told them they need it, that can even talk about it, don't know how to properly set it with a yep. plumb bob piece of string. I, I had a gauge in my store from a 25-foot ceiling that we dropped a black rope so you could bend it to waist and aim up on a 45-degree angle and set it there and then go up in the tree stand and aim down on the same piece of rope. It takes an hour to get it right. I'm not saying it's not needed. I need my bubble in the mountains, but for most 95% of the people, if it had a third adjust, uh, something that moved and they didn't understand how to set it, they would be yeah. far, farther worse off to have You'll it You could get another 100,000 know I mean? so emails. <laughs> yeah, just let me do it. I just I did it for you. You don't have to worry about it. You don't even have to, have to ask questions. So, uh, in again, in the history of the company, I've had two guys call that said they were a little off and it's usually a five inch brace height bow is going to be four or five degrees. Cause it's, it's oh. just, you're t torquing it more as you draw, but so yeah. rare. And, yeah. and to add another $20 and confuse, you know, it just, yeah. yeah. Just focus on what you're doing. It, most people don't even follow through their shot, which exactly. is 80% of making a good shot. Don't freaking worry about all that other crap. You know, yeah. it's, yeah. It's form and procedure and repeat step one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do That's a rabbit hole. Um, now, so you, so when I'm shooting off the ground, right, and I'm, I'm I'm doing good shooting at the target, right? Is do I do I do I shoot with the same exact principle of thought? You know, when when I'm on a tree stand, like, you know, I I visualize the lungs on a 3D deer. You know, do I do the same exact yep. thing? I'm on a tree because I haven't shot it on a tree stand yet. I'm going to do it this weekend. Yep. Okay. Well, and that's my first answer is go do it on your yeah. bow and your circumstance. And again, the piles of emails that I get, I, I've answered every question and some of them seem repetitive in my answers because it's the same answer. But guys, will, the one question guys, will, well, how do I shoot a deer one yard from the tree? And my answer is you don't you <laughs> because <laughs> you can't possibly, you can't possibly pierce both lungs at that angle. Yep. But further than that, you can do it, but then they're like, well, what do I shoot it for? Which is another rabbit hole because it's, it, it's so depicted on where your peep sight is tied into your string from your arrow knock position. If, if you're four and a half inches, that gap, then you're going to have to bring your bow up into your line of vision so much. If you're yeah. a five and a half inch gap, the way your face is built, and we're all different, so there is no back computer to say, but... I've been to enough IBO national events that they'll put rock chucks. They'll put, if you have a group of four shooters, they'll put four rock chucks at one yard away. And the first time out, people laugh at that target. They go, what the hell is this? And you bend it the waist and you do everything right. And you shoot the thing in the foot and you get a five and you go, what the hell? And you're out of the competition now. And you don't realize that for your bow, you may have to shoot that for 47 yards because you're having to lift the line of your arrow up to the line of your sight has not crossed that line of sight yet. And that's a, just a trial and error. Go shoot your bow and find out where your bow shoots at one, two, five, six yards. Exactly. But let's say, let's say it's a good angle, at least a 30 degree shot. And it's, you know, 10 yards or 15 yards away. If you just frame the ball of the vitals, 
it will be within an inch of that dead center and you'll double lug that deer and and i've got a video on just that on our website called geeky stuff but i i don't want to tell you what it's going to be i really want you to go learn what it's going to be which is always the right answer and and brings me to another quick discussion about it but you know again this is not magic it's just math and you need to learn your weapon and I think some guy, I've gotten sights back within a week of when I've sent them out. Well, dude, wow. that's why I give you a month to play with it, and you yeah. can send it back in 31 days. I'm not going to get an arm wrestle with you, but try it. You have to invest yourself a little bit and learn something new. Open your mind, but learn. spend a little time, and, and don't break arrows at 70 yards, but learn something, and it'll be so valuable if you have invested that time. So when they, they short-circuit themselves and they don't, spend some time and learn their equipment. You wouldn't, I would not, I'm a good archer. I could probably do it, but I would never buy a bow today and hunt with it tomorrow. I just wouldn't. Yep. I'm going to learn that, that equipment. So, you know, it, it, again, it's not magic. So go learn your bow at different angles and different procedures and, and learn where it's going so that, you know, so there, it, it, when you're in the tree stand is not the time to learn, <laughs> you know, now yep. is the time to yeah. go learn. And I'll tell you something. I ran into a to a shooter at the range the other day, and I'm shooting now. He, here's the thing: we have one range in New York City that's publicly accessible. It happens to be here on Staten Island. You don't pay for it or anything like that. Mm. And they have ranges up to 70 and 80 80 yards that we can shoot. Um, so when I go over there, you know, I instantly roll my target out to like 60 or 70, just drop it there and start shooting. The average person at that range shoots at 20. Now that's a northeast sort of thing where the average person only yep. only knows how to shoot 20 yards, and there's nothing wrong with that. But when they see nope. somebody, you know, like th- shooting far, they they think you got your head upside down. So I'm like, okay, right. uh, what what's the deal with that? So I had one young lady shooting over there, and she's like, what what is? And she's also going to be a new hunter this this year for the first time. And she said to me, she goes, what is the what is that thing on your bow? And I said. Oh, this is my site. It's called an EZV. And you can shoot out there with them? Like, yeah. And I wasn't <laughs> shooting at your target. I was shooting at a standard right. feet of target out there. And I Excellent. said, because if you know how to shoot the beach ball concept, it's pretty simple. It shoots dead. And I'm shooting tens at 60, 65. I'm like, yep. yeah, it's just yep. going there. It doesn't have a pin. So it's, it's very simple. And then she's looking at hers and the the pro shop she went to convinced her to buy a spot hog and they're also tough yep. as nails but when someone, when someone looks at the two sites together you tell me which one they're going to be more confused with yours or mm-hmm. theirs because the thing is a spot hog has a hundred different settings you can change on there and it's like <laughs> learning to drive you know some ferrari that you've never seen any of the gadgets in it and then you have this yep. and it's like yeah, this is simple. Can you adjust two screws? Yeah, you're done. <laughs> that's, that's all the way it is for that. And she couldn't believe it. So I placed an order today for some more sites. One of those is for her <laughs> because she's like, I got to get one. They're of already on their way. That's awesome. They're awesome. They left this morning, by the way. But, you know, that's been one of the biggest hurdles as, a, as with my pro shops. And now yeah. still 95% of our business is direct to consumer. It's just a different age, which is so thankful we can do that now and yeah. survive as a company. But, you know, I was an archery geek. So I opened a pro shop. I quit automotive engineering in Detroit and I opened a pro shop. And so I'm a geeky archer and I like the expensive stuff because I get a good deal on it for what I'm not paying retail for it. So, so you buy better than you would have anyways. But, but as, as an authority of an archery shop, you got to have all the gizmos and all this stuff and it's flashy. And, and so many of the pro shops that we've sent sites to, they buy one to play with it. They open it up and there's not enough stuff to play with. And yeah, they're like yeah. disappointed or something, you know, but dude, that, that's all you need. It, it's a Humvee. This thing doesn't have heated seats and, and you know, it's not that this is a tool for a certain job and they get, they get stuck on, but where's all the gizmos and gadgets and lasers shooting out of it? No, it's not that. That's what, that's why it's not that. Well, I will tell you that people have already started to notice what's going on with it because I made a phone call to somebody. I said, hey, listen, for the upcoming ASA and the IBO shoots, could I bring a site like this with me just for giggles? And they're like, no. (laughs) 
absolutely not. I said, why right? not? And he said, because if you're not shooting in known pro, that thing is ranging it. I'm like, but I thought you guys said this thing didn't work. <laughs> exactly says, right. And he says, well, yeah, you can't. I'm like, fear well, the V. It all. Fear the V. That's all exactly. there really is to it. But I got to tell you, you know, yep. you've been on with us for a while and I appreciate it so much. I think a lot of people have learned some backstory about how this all works, the simplicity behind it. Um, these two guys are living proof that, you know, you can go ahead and just do it. Um, I, I love the thing because, you know, we went to a 3D shoot last week and I did a whole podcast on that one. And, you know, we were shooting uphill, downhill, um, 45 degree down shots. And I said to myself, I got two things I can do. I can go with my target rig and I can adjust for every shot, every angle. And not for nothing, I, I, I shoot professionally, but that's work to me. And I wanted to have fun. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take this bow with the easy V on it. And I didn't think about anything. I was like, boom, 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 just nailing them one after the other. Same thing Joe was doing. It was his first time ever shooting at 3D. And it was such a, I said, listen, man, your first time shooting at 3D targets like this, it's a very different experience shooting in the woods. He had no issues whatsoever shooting with it. And I think that's a testament as to what it does. I mean, Joe, you, you, you shot with it great, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> you know? I shot and, a lot better than I thought. Yeah, I'm because, uh, <laughs> yeah, you like – you look at it, and it's just too simple to work. But it works. Right. You, 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 you look at it, it's they just too simple <laughs> to work. But it does. And, yep. and it very, works very out. easily. But it, it's built for a different sport, and that's the hardest thing to explain to guys. I've been using archery equipment to bow hunt for years and years, and many, many have. But that 3D course and those, you know, not to knock it, it's, it's just a different I, – I can't come up with a – on uh, another example that has two parallels like that, that almost look like you're doing the same thing, but you're not, but that is so different. We don't usually hunt with big V bar stabilizers exactly. but yet on the 3d course. That, that's a commonplace, but yet we sacrifice some level of accuracy because it's not practical yeah. for the woods. And, and for some reason in this instance, people have a trouble with it. And again, on archery talk, even last night I found, or maybe this morning, I haven't been on there in a while, I popped it on, and here's this huge argument happening. And I says, guys, you keep arguing that my Humvee doesn't do 0 to 60 speeds as a Corvette. And I keep telling you, it's not a Corvette. It's built yeah, for yeah. something different than, you know what I mean? And, and so archery and bow hunting are very different sports. And if you want to absolutely excel at one or the other or both, you have to have that same different bow. They're, they're just, you have your hunting bow and you have a target bow for a reason. And I'm not saying you can't go win the 3D with an easy V because, man, there's some guys out there that are just incredible shots. My eyes aren't that good anymore, but, but they can yeah. go clean the clocks of some of them you know. hot rods out there. But, but it's not meant to dial in at 42.62 yards exactly. and shoot a 12 ring. It's not. But yeah. if you hit the, hit the stopwatch, I can sail a 10 in there before you even set your sight and draw your bow, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. bow hunting. It's very different. And, and when I, you know, we stuck our yeah. chest out. I, I'm telling you, I paced the floor to put the world's first bow hunting site on the package. That's a bold statement. I'm a bold guy, but yeah. that's a bold statement and yet raises eyebrows. And some people get defensive. I've been bow hunting with my other crap for 20. I get it. So have I. But this is different. And I keep saying it's different, and people keep arguing that it's not the same. I'm I'll like, give you bingo. I'll give you. <laughs> Simple, right? So I went last week. I've already have your side on for like a couple of months now, right? So I uh, last week I went upstate New York. I I, I, my, I was telling my friend about this site. He has the XL, like I said, right? So I put on the site. I, I sighted him in within like half an hour, right? So he starts shooting. He gets all excited. He's shooting to 40. I leave. I come back to New York. I mean, uh, Staten Island. He's upstate New York. I call him up the next day. I say, how is that? How's the site? How do you like it? He goes, dude, you don't even I know he goes. I never in my life uh, where within a week of because he don't shoot all year round. He just shoots like now. He starts down to right. He goes to get groups like that at forty yards. It's right before a week before this. Me practicing every day. <laughs> this is second week. He goes. I have it on and I only shot three times. And and I'm grouping. Unbelievable. He goes to forty yards. I, I never never happened. You know, yeah, I'm not the so, first person. Yeah, I'm not the first person to say it, but I, 
I tell people when they ask me about the site, I say, listen, this is a hunting site. This site is meant for yep. hunting, for getting into the kill zone. I said, you can shoot targets with it, but it's a hunting site. And once they get that through their head, they're like, oh, what am I going to the woods to do to put something into the vitals? And this is going to give me a much better chance to do it. <laughs> then it's like, okay, well, that makes sense. You know, I, I don't. Specially designed to do just what you're looking to do. Yeah, it's going to drop it in there. And since most deer drop anyway, when, when you're shooting at them at the sound of, sound of the string going off, you're going to put it in the heart 90% of the time. I mean, it's the way this, this, yep. the site is designed. And if they don't happen to drop, guess what? You're going to double lung them. I mean, really, yep. you can't get any more simple than that. You know, but I we're think, raising success yeah, rates. <laughs> I and, and you know, if you look at bow hunter success rate, the the real numbers are scary. <laughs> like how many wound yep. loss there is. Yep. I think this can only help. Mm -hmm. You know, so you know, I I think we've killed enough of your time for the night. I'm I'm sorry we took. No, so I appreciate you guys. I go all night. No, no, I can go all night. So many stories, so yeah. much to learn. So much we have learned. It's I'm so grateful you guys are on our ride with us and. Uh, Man, keep doing what you're doing. It's pretty I awesome. Think, you keep doing yeah. what you're doing. I appreciate the passion you have for it. You know, Thank I think you. I think twenty <laughs> I think twenty twenty will be the year of the EVV where most people, you know, like come come out of the clouds and be like, gee, yeah. it was sitting in front of me all this time and I never thought about it. But uh right. I, I think it's gonna be well, a that big kills deal. me too. I mean, I get so many posts. I've been watching this thing for three years and finally pulled the trigger and oh my god, I wish I didn't wait. Dude, it's yeah. It'll cost you the ten dollars shipping. If you don't love it, send it back. What what are you waiting for? It's my favorite song, you know. Just try it. So for for all those who are listening, you know, we're we're gonna wind down this one right now, but um so currently as far as stock goes, you do have stock on the new stuff and you're able to shoot you know, ship them out, I guess. So negative. I negative. No, no, oh, really? no, 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 no. Oh cool. <laughs> I got I just got the first 250 in black. We yeah. got to send them to anodizing in big batches. I can't just do 50 or something. So I did them all in black. That's what most people want. Yeah. And we got through all those back orders. I'm sitting on a couple dozen right now that could go out immediately, but we've been doing it's It's going to last a day or two. Okay. And then we're waiting for the second batch. So it's it's really going to be first week of July. Hopefully they don't take too much time off for the holiday and they keep moving on them and uh, and then we'll never run out. The machines will spit a hundred an hour and we'll never run out. But we're we're struggling right now. No camos yet. I got my back order looks like a freaking LA phone book or a New York phone book. But um, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get caught up. And then see, we won't and, get out again. But And there's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Because if you talk to other companies, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to handle that. But when you get it from, from a company like yours, who's got, you know, you're actually talking to the person who not only developed it, but runs the whole thing. And they're upfront and honest with you, like, yeah, we might run out of them. If we don't have them, it's going to be a little while. You don't hear that anywhere else. And because of the fact you set the expectations of what's going on and people know they can trust you. <laughs> so I got news for you. I got people well, who I'm wait also weeks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm also, you know, I've got a reputation for getting it out. And FedEx is our partner. They do a two-day express for our small package that's awesome. Like most yeah. people get it in a day. So oh, yeah. I don't I do not do anything until those orders are out the first morning. They pick it up at 1 o'clock, and a lot of guys have got it by the next day. That's awesome, and that's how I want. The faster he's got it in his hand, the sooner he's going to go show his buddy. So yeah. I am anal <laughs> about getting them out immediately. Like nothing happens until those orders are out every single day, and uh, I can't do that right now, and it really bums me out. My hands are tied, but but it's a growing pain, and we're gonna we're gonna get through it. And we got a big tool now out of steel that'll last, and uh, we're so excited for the future. But thank you guys so much. I'm just honored to to be a part of your passions out there and to spend some time with me tonight. Absolutely. Thank you so much thank for you. joining us. Yes, All right, sir. we'll be talking to you again, Aaron. Right. Shoot out if you need anything. Thanks so much. Good hunting. All right. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Take care. All right. So, All right. Well, uh, that was Aaron, Aaron Lasco himself, who's uh, been on with us. And he went through all kinds of details with it. And I, I tell you, it's uh, you, know, you know what the best part is? Uh, every time I messaged him on Facebook, he always, always answers. And, and, and you can call him. You know what I mean? You can call him. He'll talk to you right away. You know, like, yeah. like, you know, 
even watching the videos on on his website, he's he's a very sincere person. You can tell yeah. in his voice and the way he really he's very passionate about his product. And it's not just because he's selling something to another person. He wants Believe that person to get the full experience of what he's yeah. trying to, to make here. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's it. These are long videos. They're like 17 minutes long, but yet they're like you know you sit there and you listen to them, and it just it's 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 beautiful. It really is. You know, I I think that you can tell the difference with him because he is a down to earth kind of guy. You know, <laughs> he's like a very grassroots type of person. He's not so like well, no, I'm the owner of the company. I don't have to talk to you. He's not one of those yeah. types. He's really really down to earth, and you don't find that anymore. And I I just think that. You know, good things happen to good people. So I think this is the year that it all blows up for him. And as long as he keeps doing what he's doing, it can only get better. But wow. uh, I, I think that uh, for sure today was a learning experience listening to him, wasn't it? You know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I always okay. like sitting down listening to people that have been hunting for a long time. And it just just listening to their what their experience is all, it, it helps people like me that have yet to experience. And, you know, once again, you, you want to get it right the first time, you know, or it's as close as you can get to it, you know? Yeah, with me, um, I, I just can't wait. You know, like, I, I own a bow for how many years now? 14, 15 years, right? Different bows. And I've never had this urge, you know, like right now, I, I'm like, oh, I can't wait till the weekend is over. I'll go to the, to the range or upstate New York and shoot this bow. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's amazing, you know, like it's like a completely different experience instead of the pins, without a it's doubt. It's fun again. Shooting is fun again. That's what it is. Well, folks, that'll do it for this episode of the High Power Archery Podcast. Again, we'd like to thank Aaron for taking the time to speak with us tonight. Um, we all got a lot out of it and had a great time doing it. As always, if you have any questions, uh, feel free to contact us at highpowerarchery.com. Leave us a message. We'll get back to you right away. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast. And as always, it's never goodbye. It's until we meet you again. Um, Till then, shoot straight and be safe. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.